Hey, I'm Judah. You're about to hear a message about Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I hope it is an encouragement to you personally. I want to remind you if there's anything we can do to serve you, please go to churchhome.org. Join us on Pastor Chat. We want to ensure that you feel loved and cared for. All right, let's get to it. Here's the message. Hey, welcome to Church Home. We're so glad you're here. Hey, if you're new to this space, welcome. Uh, thank you for your time and your attention, uh, your trust in us. My name is Judah, and for the next few minutes, I want to share with you the most important story in the whole wide world. It's the story of God. It's the story of the universe. Every time we get together, we focus on a person more than principles, concepts, success keys, uh, non-negotiables, indisputable, irrefu- irrefutable, you know, laws and all those wonderful concepts. And we really just focus on a person. And that is our passion. In the next few minutes, I'll be done. Until then, I hope this uh, message and these concepts and these perspectives and metaphors encourage you and more than anything, give you an appetite and a desire to connect with God in a real way. I want to speak to you from the subject short and happy, short and happy. And here's a question I want to ask you. You ever fall short in a lot of things? I think we all do. So that's kind of a dumb question and almost rhetorical in a sense, because we all fall short. We all come up short. Now, if you're a Seahawks fan, plug your ears. Please don't listen. It's our football team here in the Seattle, Washington. We once came up short on the one yard line. There it is. I know I shouldn't have said it. I, I, I knew it when it came to my mind. I shouldn't have said it. But the facts are in life, you fall short in life. You're not the husband you want to be. You're not the spouse you want to be. You're not the worker. You're not the employee. You're not the roommate. You're not the friend. You're not the best friend. You're not the boyfriend, the girlfriend you want to be. We fall short. In fact, there's a verse in the Bible that says, all have sinned and fallen short of God's standard. Now, God's standard is perfection. God is perfect. Everything he does is perfect and right. So by definition, we don't do everything right. We don't bat a thousand. I mean, you can get into the Hall of Fame of baseball batting about 350, right? I mean, 30% of the time, if you hit the ball, you go into the Hall of Fame. To err is to be human. To fall short is to be human. I want to share with you a way where you can continue to fall short in life, but be happy, be content, or maybe more specifically, be at rest. I want to talk to you about one of my favorite characters, especially recently. I've been really fascinated. If you've been around church home for a while, I've taken a few sermons on uh, this particular guy. His name is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Now, if you've grown up in church, you've heard this before. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he, which is a really insensitive and inappropriate way of saying he was short. Now, why is that important? Well, a number of reasons it's important, but it should be noted that we're very rarely given the stature or the height of any characters. Obviously, you get the height of Goliath, nine foot nine inches in the Hebrew scriptures, and you get Zacchaeus. We're never told the height of Jesus, um, but we are told the height of Zacchaeus. His shortness is supposed to be a message for you 
And for me, now if you know Zacchaeus' story, he lives in this beautiful, gorgeous city that's known for trees and roses. It's this beautiful region. In fact, one ancient writer called it the Divine Region, and he is a tax collector. He lives in this divine region of Jericho, beautiful, lush gardens, but his life isn't so beautiful and isn't so lush. He is a crook. He is a gangster of sorts. He was hired by Rome to rob the Jewish people of money. What do I mean? Well, Rome was having a challenge taxing the Jewish people, so they recruited their a man from the Jewish people, Zacchaeus, who would tax his own people. And the caveat that Rome gave him was, listen, if you, ta- you get our taxes, our rightful taxes, you can add to the tax and pocket whatever you add. And so, in fact, this man lived on stolen goods. He was short. He was short in character. He was short in stature. He was short in care. He was short in empathy. He was short in compassion. This man is short. And this man, in a lot of ways, is a picture of you and is a picture of me. And here's what happens in life. We do a lot of the things that Zacchaeus does when we feel like we don't measure up. We feel like we don't measure up. Have you ever been recently, I was around a friend who's just a wonderful dad. And by definition, or I should say by disposition, he is just more kind and listening and patient with his kids. And I was watching him and suddenly I felt insufficient. Suddenly I felt like I'm looking at my teenagers going, I am not patient enough. I don't listen to them enough. I raise my voice way too much. And all of a sudden you realize, I fall short, I feel small, I feel weak, I feel like I'm not a good dad or I'm not really effective or efficient. Isn't life amazing? It'll always serve up, oftentimes in uh, significant amounts, the opportunity to feel like you're short. Maybe you feel short when you go to work and you feel like you can't measure up to your fellow employees. Maybe you feel short in your health and keeping healthy and strong and working out. Whatever it is, there's so many, there's a myriad of ways and spaces and places. And when comparing ourselves to others, which isn't wise, the scripture says, yet we do it, we feel like we're short. So what do we do? Well, we do a lot of things that this man Zacchaeus did. One of the reasons... Um, I think we feel short oftentimes is we see the contradiction in our own life. Here's an interesting fact about Zacchaeus. His name means pure and innocent, which is a really weird thing in scripture. Oftentimes we will see somebody's name and its meaning will be really consistent with kind of who they are or what God did in their life. And yet Zacchaeus is called pure and innocent. And honestly, he is anything but pure or innocent. He is a contradiction to his own name. Have you ever ever felt like a living, walking, talking contradiction? I mean, my name Judah means praise, to praise God. And yet oftentimes I have been reminded how often I don't praise God or how often I look for praise that's given to me rather than giving praise to God. You ever felt like a walking, talking contradiction? that's oftentimes why we feel short. People will, I have made wonderful, sweet people in church who will be like, Pastor, that sermon was so amazing. And yet deep in my heart, I know 
is still a work in progress in me. Like, I'm really trying to live it out, but, boy, I have so many inconsistencies and so many contradictions even in my own life. The point is this. If you feel this way, if I have in any way connected with you along these lines, I want to bring you some encouragement. Now, two things I want us to see that Zacchaeus does that I think we do when we feel short. Number one, we compensate. We compensate. Now, I think opinions can be compensation. I think diversion can be compensation. I think uh, soapboxes, right? That's a term we use here in the United States of America. It's like your personal little uh, uh, thing that you're going to get worked up about. Um, I think projection and comparison are a big uh, part of compensation. If we can find somebody worse than us, we'll feel better about ourselves. Now, what's interesting when you think of cancel culture or you think of the climate of the technological age and all that we're doing and everyone seems to be policing each other online and statements and phrases and posting and pictures and is it right? Is it, is it acceptable? Is it, is it you know, appropriate? And yet all of this, I think, sometimes is simply an indication that we're compensating for our own contradiction in our own life. In other words, we feel short. And because we feel so short in life, we want to cut down others. We want to point the finger at others. I have found in my own heart, in my own life, when I get into the habit or practice consistently, of belittling, making light of, or making little of other people or other groups or other belief systems or other opinions, it's oftentimes something I'm struggling within, not with something I'm struggling outside of me or pointing my finger at. It's within. I feel like a contradiction. I feel less than suitable, less than uh, uh, the man or woman that I want to be or you want to be. So we point the finger, we gossip, and we make up stories about other people to make ourselves feel better. Zacchaeus did an enormous amount of compensating. And lastly, the second thing we do when we feel short is we strive, we stress, we strain, we climb. We compensate and we climb and we climb, and we compensate. And here's, here's the underbelly of these practices. It's exhausting. We find very little reprieve, very little rest, very little recuperation, because we are busy striving, stressing, straining, proving ourselves, proving to that dad who won't approve us that we're worthy of approval, proving to our boss that we're not the dummy he says we are, proving to our high school football coach, even though we're 35 now, that we're not who the coach said that we were, proving to our math teacher we're not lazy, we're not stupid because that was said over you your sophomore year of high school. Whatever it is, we're constantly trying to recover what we perceive as lost because we're walking contradiction and we feel short and insufficient and so we're striving and stressing to prove and perform our value and our worth and I got good news Jesus sets us free from these practices and lastly Jesus wants to set us free from climbing striving stressing and like I said 
compensating. Here's the wonderful end to the story about Zacchaeus, and I won't go much longer in this beautiful garden setting. But Zacchaeus climbs a tree. I've said this before, but that climbing of the tree in a lot of ways is the portrait of us climbing proverbial trees in our life in attempts to save ourselves. Jesus says to Zacchaeus when he gets to the base of the tree, he says, hurry and come down. Climb down from your stressing, your striving, and your compensating. Come down. And where did Jesus meet the man? He met him in his home. He said, I must go home with you today. And there in one setting, in one meeting, and in one dinner, Zacchaeus' life was changed forever. Did he ever struggle again? I'm sure he did. But his whole life was transformed. The proof, of course, Zacchaeus gave back all the money he stole and then some. On a real practical level, his life changed. His finances changed. His worldview changed. His perspective changed. Now listen, I, I, I believe that the same Jesus that transformed a gangster, a mobster's life in the New Testament can transform and change your life. Are you burnt out? Are you exhausted? Are you stressed? Are you tired of proving to your siblings, to your parents, to your coworkers, to your neighbors? Are you exhausted from trying to keep up with the Joneses yet? Are you exhausted in trying to prove your worth and value by what you do and the money you create and the income you possess and the toys you collect? Are you tired yet? I got good news. The message of Jesus is, come on down. From all of those efforts, from all that compensating, from all that climbing, striving, and stressing, and spend time with me. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to consider taking some alone time with Jesus today. In fact, you might want to turn off this content right now as I'm saying it. Just turn it off, get quiet, be still, and know that He is God. Let Him love you. I think one of the great desires that God has for all of humanity in the human journey is to let God love you. What I love about the rest of the story is we're never told what Zacchaeus and Jesus talk about at dinner. We're not told the details. Other than at dinner, Zacchaeus said, I'm giving all my money away. My life's been changed. One dinner with Jesus. But we're never told the details of what they talked about. For each one of us, we'll have our own unique encounter and engagement with Jesus that I believe will change us forever. To be honest, I'm the guy in your life that believes one moment today with Jesus could change you forever. And though we might be accurate, though we are short, though we do fall short, though we do fail, we can rest in the fact that Jesus makes up the difference and he transforms our life. And life takes on a shape not of compensating, not of climbing and striving, but of gratitude and worship and rest and peace and joy and general admiration even for those around you who seem to be better, smarter, and sharper than you. Who doesn't love a friend who is constantly encouraging and building someone else up? Can you imagine? Do you know you could be that friend? You could be that spouse? 
You could be that parent. You could be that person as you rest in all that Jesus has done for you and how much he loves you. I believe it'll change your life. You know what you'll become? Short and happy. Short and happy. Oh, yeah, I keep failing, but Jesus makes up the difference, and I am full of joy and peace. And you may want to turn off the content right now. Actually, turn this episode off and just allow yourself to be still and know that he's God. And the same Jesus that had dinner with Zacchaeus, I know he'll have dinner with you. And you know, your problems and your challenges might still be there after that encounter with him. But the way you see them and the way, and the way you relate to your problems will never be the same. Completely different. Zacchaeus, he said, I'm going to give all my money away. He saw so much value and worth in the person of Jesus. He no longer cared for the lifestyle he had built over so many years. One dinner, one meal, one connection point with God can change everything. So I want to encourage you, even now, turn the content off. Be still. Listen. Let him love you. I truly believe that what God wants more than anything for the human being during our human existence is to let God love you. And I believe you'll never be the same. You know what? I think you'll end up being short and happy. Oh yeah, I'm short. Oh yeah, I fall short. Oh yeah, I'm insufficient. I don't measure up. I don't do it all right. But Jesus makes up the difference. Therefore, we can live in this life short and happy. I hope that encourages you today.